KOD Media presents the number one late night talk show in the entire metaverse. Covering everything you need to know in the night's realm. You're watching The Night Shift. And now, your host, Jiggleman Porto and the Knights of Tijin. Bro, I'm telling you, with that intro, I think by next week, I need to have like some sort of suit on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jimmy Fallon, watch the hell out, bro. Like, I'm coming for the gig, you know, right here. What's up, Zoo? Yes, and someone who doesn't always host the night shift, I wasn't quite used to coming into that. I did have the little bit of a Jimmy Fallon type feel to it. Yeah, and you, you, I saw the dance moves backstage too. Like, yeah, it was I feeling felt- myself. I mean, unfortunately, I'm also watching the Mets and they're kind of sucking right now, which is kind yeah, of pissing yeah, me off. But yeah. we got good things planned for tonight. Bro, we get to talk with the guys from Only Gems. I'm excited, dude. Like, they've got the massive tournament about to take off. We're going to talk about all that with them. Like, bro, I I don't want to jump the gun, right? But, like, that first place prize, like, you know Drew Austin is like, oh, mama. You know he wants to win. You know he's excited. And with that being the prize, they were smart. Listen, I can tell you right off the gate, these these guys we got backstage, they know what they're doing when it comes to marketing, all right? They said, you know what? Let's put this, that Drew Austin's going to have no choice but to say, yes, we want to be a part of this. But what's awesome, too, is these guys are knights. They're night holders. You know, they're, they're doing big things. Um, really excited about it. We've got uh, Matt's on here, co-founder. We've got Anthony. We've got Scott Braun on here. I know Scott's uh, doing the chief content officer for them as well. We get to build our team tonight. Like, yeah, I had to tap I mean, on Joe Candy to come spend some money at night. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how good at marketing these guys are. Are we going to rip some packs? And is a Fleer Michael Jordan going to somehow sneak their way into that pack? <laughs> or is it going to be, you know, an old school Mike Messina Yankees non? We'll see. We'll see how good at marketing these guys are. No, I'm super what, excited. Why do we got to knock on the Yankees? Knock on the Yankees. I love, I love ripping packs. I love, I have a bunch of stuff. So this is right up my alley. Man, that's awesome. Well, let's bring the guys in. Matt, what's going on, bro? What's going on? Jake, how we Not doing? much. Good, bro. Anthony, how you doing? What's going on, guys? How's it going? Good, bro. Oh, look at that. He got the night right there, too. First one I bought. Figured it was uh, figures appropriate for the show. Yes, sir. What up, Scott? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing, what's Mr. Up, MLB people? Network? You good? <laughs> I'm great. Yeah, I'm better than a lot of my buddies at the Yankee game right now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I turned yeah. off my my alerts, all right, during the last <laughs> show. I was like, all right, I'm done. When I saw 9-2, to two, that was it. That was it. Look, look at the overall record, though, for therapy. 73-45. and 45, Exactly. Okay? You know, I'm, I'm just going to relive. Too. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to relive the Josh Donaldson moment from last night. You know, exactly. As, that for me is okay. It's going to carry me at least for the next four days. You know what? As a Tampa oh. fan, I, I did not like seeing that happen last night. <laughs> Wait, Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a Marlins fan. Baseball's, baseball's irrelevant. <laughs> All right. Scott, so, well, uh, baseball's, uh, Scott hates to hear it. No, Anthony, you just oh, no, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I, love, I love baseball. It's my first, that's my first love as a sport, but being a Marlins fan, it's like a lifelong torture. 
Yo, so Anthony, where where in South Florida are you, bro? I'm, I'm not trying to like. Are you really? For, yeah, yeah. All right, I grew. I lived in Fort Lauderdale after New York for a bit, right off of Davy and Andrews near Riverfront. And right, uh, yeah, I live literally right there. Yeah. All right. And I, I in Tarpon, uh, I'm in Tarpon River, right off the river. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was around when the Marlins, you know, paid to win a championship. It was yeah, great yeah. times. <laughs> that I is partially that. how you win a championship. You do need to pay money. <laughs> For yeah, the Mets. It's Look weird. at my Mets. It's not that hard to be good at baseball. <laughs> Open up the checkbook, Zook. That's all you got to do, uh, bud. Uncle, uh, Uncle Stevie's taking care of the squad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love Uncle Stevie. Man, you know, guys, Porto, that intro, though, that intro was pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. All right. Appreciate it, man. You know, it's one of the newest upgrades we put to the show, right? I mean, you know, we, we, we elevate things as we go. Porto, what's the vibe too? Like, are we, are we, obviously we're going to be break ripping packs and, and we're going to talk fantasy football, but like, are we drinking? Like, you know, I, I got like the little purple background. It's kind of late at night, quote, late at night. Yeah, okay. this is, this is, okay. Zoo's yeah, got the pen. Uh, normally every DJ that's going to show up here to rip packs, they're drinking, I promise you. And uh, even with names in the chat, like smoke a lot of potamus. You know, he's he's on board yeah. with us. But guys, I'm excited that you're here because we've been talking for, you know, for a bit now, trying to put something together, you know, super excited for what we got going on. But I kind of want to know about the project as well for those that don't really know about Only Gems, right? And kind of how yeah. that started, how we got to where we're at, and then force you guys to rip a shit ton of packs with me. So <laughs> <laughs> who wants to who wants to take the lead on how this came together in the first place? I mean, I can take it off. Yeah, I'll take a step out from the top. So, I mean, we, uh, Matt and I got into the NFT movement probably around 14 months ago. Um, got in first NFT we decided to buy was an ape. Um, good, 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 good kickoff to our NFT, uh, NFT journey. Um, Matt actually drew Austin. He was one of the first people we met in Web3. Um, got into the Knights of DGen, Pixel Vault, MetaHero really looked around the space and we really were really bought in on community utility, what smart contracts are doing, how blockchain scaling and how everything's really coming full circle looked around. And we were like, we really want to find out something we're passionate about and how this can be applied to a real world use case. Cards just naturally made sense. Like there have been had a meteoric rise as I'm sure a lot of people know the past like two and a half years after the last dance. And when the 86 players, just started to go parabolic. And with that momentum and with the capital coming into the sector, it needs to change. We need to radically change the way the cards are transacted, the way the trust is established, the way that these assets perform. And tokenizing them and bringing in a layer of, of trust, a layer of instant ownership, a layer of instant settlement, and just reducing the friction in the buying, selling, and trading process was why we started only gems it's how we landed on it and, and it's what we're here for building a platform for the card consumer and then leveraging web3 while we're at it That's you know what so i did... mean cards are like the original nft sort of if you think about it right like it's a right. picture of a guy that we all like some of them are sparkly some of them are not and then we all pay lots of money for it so that's like the original yeah. nft but in a nutshell, it's 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 paper, it's plastic. Like Zook, it's, it's just sitting around in his in his in his room or on his desk. It's not doing him any good. In fact, some of them have gone down drastically in value. Like that Tatis, one of his. Like it would have been really nice if he could have sold that. Yeah, he's rubbing, it would have been really nice if he could have sold that. You know, like it, 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 
like that. You know, just like if it was shares of Apple or something. If it was Apple, you just log into your TD Ameritrade, a couple of clicks, you're out. Or if it's Ape, if mm-hmm. you're like, if you're worried about the floor dropping or whatever, because it's Franklin shit that's going on, like you can two clicks and you're out. But with that Tatis card sitting on his desk, it's a lot of hoops that he has to jump through. He has to put it in a bubble mailer and he has to go to the post office, ship it to someone, find a buyer. He's got to wait and then receive it. You know, that's just kind of an antiquated model. Then for us that trade NFTs, it's like, there's so much to be added to that asset class. That's like Anthony said, it's already a multi-billion dollar space. So it's just ripe for, you know, uh, modernization. What you said is so true. And I think for someone like me and a lot of people that got into this space through Top Shot, it's what made Top Shot so appealing. Like when I was in that card craze, you know, like the summer before Top Shot went on, like what stopped me was like legit, like getting bubble wrap, finding a buyer, then then putting the wrong ad. It's so easy to buy cards. Selling it. When it comes to selling them, which means you're supposed to love it like having those hoops can actually turn a hobby into a chore and once that happens that can kill the whole like community and ecosystem yeah right like i feel bad for the breakers that are just breaking like thousands of cards a day then they've got to wrap them up they've got to ship them at that to me it's not even the juice isn't worth the squeeze I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I, I'm a buyer of cards. I buy cards all the time. I've yet to, I think, sell one. Um, you know, the eBay. whole desk is like filled with like, old dude, cardboard. If you look, if, this is dude, exactly why we, dude, what we dude, penny, literally penny sleeves, yeah. slabs. I've got the shit all over my desk. It's you everywhere saved the cardboard office. that they send you so then you could send it to someone else. <laughs> you know what? Right. You, you know what is kind of tight though is I have some guys that I buy cards from on eBay and they put like free base cards in there. It's like, you actually really care. Like I find that like, I don't give a shit about the cards, but I'm like, they actually care like enough to like have a nice gesture. And like that, 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 that's a good feeling. But at the same time, it's like, I'm never shipping anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's worth nothing, but it makes you feel good. And guys, let's do it for the kids too. Right? Like right now, if I'm putting shit on, on eBay and I'm a kid, a normal kid that doesn't have like a rich family and I don't have tens of thousands of dollars of cards, like, you just, it's not worth transaction transacting. You're going to lose money as a kid. And like oh, the yeah. hobby in general needs to be as inclusive as possible. So I think that's a big part of the movement as well. Like we should be able to transact no matter basically what the graded card is worth, right? Like right now yeah. you, you have to do the math and say, oh, this isn't worth it, right? Because I got to pay the fees, 100%. I got to ship all the BS. Like that, that can't exist because you're isolating um, certain audiences that want to be involved and want to be constantly trading. Like Matt said, they want to be flipping the Tatis cards because they're down on them or somebody's like, screw it. I think he's going to come back and be a stud again. I'll like, buy low. You, you know, can't it's... do any of that crap right now. It's all yeah, at dude, this it's... high level. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Have you seen the meme? Yep. Yeah. Haven't you seen the meme of like, it's got like all the guys from the movie eyes wide shut. And it's like, these are the MFers that are ripping flawless and national treasures on like a daily basis. <laughs> it's It's hilarious. Well, since we're ripping on Zook a little bit for still having that Tatis card, how much did Zook lose on that card, do you think, just in the last uh, six, seven days? Well, we can pull up the whole data site where it actually shows on like a visual level, you know, if we really wanted to see what it's worth. But, you know, I've seen like a good 40, 50 percent dip on all of his stuff across the board. So it's not good. 
generally like it's bad enough about the suspension and he's not going to be around for the playoffs, but then generally for his personal brand, you know, quote unquote, as far as baseball um, fans go, they hate to see that. Wait, so we're saying we're not believing him when he, when he said he didn't know what he was putting in his body. We're not going to give him a pass. All right. Moving right along. So that's Scott for the, uh, that's Scott. For so, Scott. <laughs> That's my bread and butter. But here, let's also think about this. I mean, for the value. First off, I mean, yeah, Zuke, I wouldn't be getting rid of your Tatis shit for 50% to the dollar, you know, 50 cents to the dollar. At the same time, though, this is real. No matter, I mean, it doesn't matter what the excuse is. I'm not voting Royd guys into the Hall of Fame, especially nope. nowadays, right? Nope. Like, you know what the rules are. You got caught. Mm-hmm. So even if the dude goes on to have a Hall of Fame career, because he's when he's been on the field, he's been incredible. Like, if he yeah. comes back, never gets busted again. Like, there's a decent chance that he does. He never gets voted in, right? And right. and I know we're really projecting forward and even to call someone like that a potential Hall of Famer, but people before, really even a few days ago, thought this is a guy who has that potential. That's kind of to shit right now. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And right, what, legacy, his legacy, and that's where the values really come from with the cards. Is like you're basically speculating on his potential on becoming a future Hall of Famer, right? When yeah. these cards are worth four yeah. or five hundred dollars, that's mm. ultimately what you're saying. Is like I am making a bet on Tatis to have a good enough career in the long run to be significant enough as a cultural icon in the sport. But yeah. next year, when he comes back. Like the Padres are stacked, they could win a World Series next year, and his value right. might not be back to where it was, but it'll bump up. So point oh, is, yeah. yeah, like that people will forget about the Hall of Fame discussion if suddenly the it's completely possible the Padres yeah. have a stacked mm-hmm. enough team that with the moves that they made, they're going to be contending the next two three years is like their prime window. So again, Zuka, this is what I'm here for. Like hold that. <laughs> but is it is hold, it like hold this exact yeah. conversation is what makes the card market so fucking cool to begin with right like oh, we're yeah, basing exactly. like projections on people and using our knowledge that in the past we just had ego conversation with our friends at lunch tables but no way to prove it now oh, it's like put your money where your mouth is like oh you think fernando tatis is going to be a hall of famer and he's in his second year and like this is before all this stuff happened like go out and buy a car if you're right it's right. gonna go way up in 15 20 30 50 years when you give it to your kid like that's crazy for diehard sports fans and that's oh, why yeah. people love this shit it's great. I'm yeah, sitting sure. on a big. Uh, I'm sitting on a big Anthony Edwards card that I'm hoping just oh, goes up. And when they got Rudy Gobert, oh. when they got Rudy Gobert, I was like, yes. I was like, they're going to either go to the to the Western Conference Finals or go to the championship. What if he wins an year. Oscar for his performance in Hustle? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? His, you know, his, have you seen the the thing about his dog? Is named Anthony Edwards Jr. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's, a like a, he's like a gem. But to be honest, that, that's actually a pretty good point. The, it, your brand and your, per, your your personal brand and your culture actually matters in the value of your cards. Like there are so 100%. many guys that are like rock star athletes and like have just monstrous stats, but no one cares about them because they have no brand. They're they're not they're, they're not out there. They're not likable. They're they're just, they're purely an athlete, and that's what I found that's crazy. Um, I mean, there's also like iconic guys out there, like IPC, like Dan Marino. Like I've been collecting, ask Matt, I've been collecting Dan Marino cards like crazy um, the past like month, month and a half. Tua, his cards are worth more than Dan's. What sense does that make? That doesn't make any sense. No. Dan's career is over and Tua's career is just getting started. 
And so if he happens to exceed the ceiling, you know, that what people's expectations are, they stand to gain more money. It's like the same conversation with NFTs, right? It's like some flippers would rather go buy whatever. Give me some some trash example, Porto, of like some some mint for 0.004 that they can 7x. You know oh, what we I mean? Versus... I was just going to be like, name a jet, name a jet. You're talking about a man that had 40 that had 40 individual passing records when he retired. Right, blue right. chip stock, but you already know the value yeah. and it's not changing. Yeah, yeah, right. You're, you're buying for the future. I just He's a known quantity. If, if if Tua happens to go out there and, and, and ball out like Mahomes did in his first year and second year, then then someone like four or five X is their investment. Yeah, what is that I, I sold my Tua at, at the National and bought Waddle. I'm what is it? I can't see it. Yeah, I, I have like an orange and blue like mosaic. Oh yeah, I got a fire. I actually got a fire waddle at National. That's a uh, a glove patch, but it's got the perfect orange Nike check, like straight down okay. the card, up and down. There we go. But just to give an example here good. for people that are new to the party, like this is where it's going, and this is where we are, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I need to be able to show my yes. collection here. I'm not yeah. going to be, I was just on your phone with the crew, right? We're at national down in Atlantic city oh God. and you've got, you've got people with these like suit and it's, it's the same thing. I feel like I'm living like in the nineties. It's good the, thing. The briefcases, the best yeah, moment, say around, it comes out. Everyone's walking around with these things. Best, best moment, ready? Best moment for, yeah. for me of national. And, and we brought some cool athletes with us. Shady McCoy was there, um, came with us and Todd Frazier. I love that, but that's got to be in your MetaMask. Okay. So that's got to be in our ball. <laughs> so best, best moment. I walk into national and right outside before you walk in and there's tons of luggage, there's luggage everywhere. And there's one, one kid, it's probably like in his twenties. He's on the ground sorting through cards in his, in his briefcase and he sees a buddy and he runs out like, you know, 15 yards to give him a hug. And his briefcase of all his crap is oh, just sitting there. And I'm oh. just like, this is yeah. just ridiculous. You know, you almost think of like a movie where it's like the bully that just grabs his crap. This is insane. That shit should yeah. be living in your in your freaking MetaMask. That like where you can. Yeah. Why are you bringing briefcases with you from, you know, kids from Texas flying here? You, some And obviously some of these guys have seven figure um, collections that they're bringing to national. And, and let me tell you, if, if suddenly that shit gets jacked, they're not getting recouping that from oh, no. Anthony can speak to that better no, than I dude. can numbers. Guy. Well, we, Matt and I, Matt and I were at a table and this guy pulls up with one of these cases and it's like hundred thousand dollar card, $80,000 card, $250,000 card. And just starts putting like stacks on the table. And I'm sitting here in my mind thinking, I'm like, dude, you're nuts. Like this guy literally had a million dollars worth of cards just sitting there. Um, in this little case that he's just carrying with him, like yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I had like a decent amount of money worth of cards in my backpack, and I'm like, this is just not practical. Um, so I, I want to ask you guys because I mean, obviously, all of us here on the panel, we agree, right? It makes no sense. Yeah. This is such a better solution. Yeah. We'll dig yeah. into it more on how it works, but do you think, especially with this industry, right? Is this a harder one to get? to as far as onboarding those web two guys that are used to that briefcase so yes yes yeah. yes and no i mean you guys mentioned top shots so you can definitely relate to this there's a younger generation inside top shot right now and that's buying nfts that's younger that collect they all buy cards 
they're all the kids that, that are at these shows. Those kids, there's no educational curve. They're like, give me, give, give me what you got. Right, I'm going right. to buy packs. I'm going to rip. I'm going to collect. The old heads, they're a little bit more like they think that you just because it's an NFT or just because it's on the blockchain, they're going to lose all their money um, instantly. Um, like I, I, I'll never forget, Matt and I walk into a card show in Fort Lauderdale um, off 84 in like some shitty hotel. We walk in. This dude's got a table. He probably had seven and a half million dollars worth of cards sitting on the table. I walk up to him. I'm like, so what do you think about like tokenizing, uh, tokenizing your cards into NFTs? Um, he goes, oh, that crypto stuff. I don't want to lose all my money. That's all he had to say. <laughs> That's all he wanted to say. And I was like, all right, well, you already have a preconceived notion about crypto and about NFTs that I'm probably not going to be able to change. So I'm not going to sit here and go through the brain damage of trying to convert them. But then we go to other guys that are like asset-backed NFTs. We, we vault the card. It's pegged to the intrinsic value of the asset. It can't really go to zero. You're not going to get rugged. And oh, by the way, here's the pros that vastly outweigh the cons and a light flicks on. And they're like, all right, this makes sense. Yes, I'll tokenize my cards. Um, like, yes, I'm like amenable to that. But it's definitely the consumer for us in our core is going to be 40 and under. Um, and it's going to be those kids that are buying Top Shot and those millennials that are collecting like everybody on here. Yeah. And, and that's why I was asking, because like I can see my dad, right? My dad has cards, loves his yeah. cards. And I could see him being like, oh, this is great. Go take care of it for me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and OK, great. I'll do it for you. But my dad's not, for me. He, he's not going to be like, yeah. all right. Yeah. He's not going to go download a MetaMask and figure that out. Right. But <laughs> obviously, right. you know, us 40 and under, you know, we're down to be like, yeah, yeah. let's. Let's capture this the right way. That was one of my Absolutely. biggest hooks to getting into only gems among getting connected with these guys and, and knowing about the hobby was what put me over the top was my parents were moving last year, exactly a year ago. And you're clearing the house, you're getting rid of certain things. You know, my dad's like, Hey, can we sell a few cards, bobbleheads, etc." And I'm like, and I, I just hadn't sold anything in a while. Same thing. We just, we always just buy, collect. We weren't really sellers. Um, right. And I'm going, wait, nothing's changed since i was a kid <laughs> this is insane no like i don't have time no. for this shit i'm i'm on television every day and like and i don't trust you know like i'm like the fact that i can't transact like this seamlessly um this is just a perfect use case for web3 so uh, are there any other projects out there right now that are kind of doing what you guys are doing yeah so i mean there are three main guys out there that are tokenizing cards ebay alts and stockx However, you can't, they're not truly NFTs. Like they are NFTs, right, right. but they can't come off the eBay platform. Well, eBay's actually not doing NFTs at all. eBay's just digitizing cards where you can trade the picture on their right. app and they vault your shit for you. Um, Alt actually had a digitized card, Alt Mint. Um, they didn't, I think, sell out. And we talked to the guys at Alt at National and their team didn't even really know what Ethereum was. Um, as far mm. as everything's concerned, I don't think they're really That's going great. Too, too deep on it. Yeah. They don't have an Anthony. So, yeah. StockX, <laughs> St StockX says we have NFTs. You can't take it off of the StockX platform. StockX um, is so, very different than this. Very, very different than yeah. this. So, I mean, yeah, and, our, and our, our cards are, are, are free. You want yeah. to put them on Luxray. You want to put them on OpenSea. You want to put them on our marketplace when we launch it in Q4. You, they're, more than, they're more than welcome to go across anywhere that's Polygon enabled. Um, it's kind of like your keys, your crypto, your cards, they sit in your MetaMask, you own them. You actually have ownership of them. You're not, 
you're not they're not centralized in someone's vault and in someone's digital infrastructure um yeah, I mean, I don't throw the word out there often, but I mean, th this is like game changing for real for for this market. Like, huge. yeah, and, the, and Matt, you were gonna say there, something. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's multiple tokenization protocols out there. You know, like even uh, one of none, like you know, that Knights of Degen has a partnership with. They do something similar in the sense that you take something physical and you make it digital while they hold custody of it. And while there's certain physical to digital companies out there, we're kind of building more of an ecosystem around the collectible consumer bringing a lot of these accepted user, user behaviors and things that like collectors enjoy participating in, like breaks, for example, and making it digital. So that's where like the mystery packs come into, come into play. That's where, which is basically just digital wax. That's where the fantasy football comes into play, where now if you have these digital cards, now what can you do with them? Oh, I can play with them and maybe earn a prize of some sort. So, and then everyone has played like FIFA or Madden 2K Ultimate Team where they're building their their, their team and they're basically logging hundreds of hours in improving it. At the end of the day, what do you own? You don't really own anything. You rented that experience with EA Sports. Congratulations, you know? So like yeah. <laughs> in the true spirit of Web3, you know, if you play this game that we are sort of building around this asset class, this tokenized physical asset back to asset class, then ultimately like at the end of the tunnel, you built a nice portfolio of cards that are actually worth something. You could take it out of the ecosystem and sell it for what it's really worth if you choose to that's the whole point you guys mind me asking how the hell did the three of you get together on this <laughs> so matt and i knew each other from college then we knew each other from the cannabis industry that we were in in about 2016 um then i met scott through one of our other co-founders chris um in new york when we were up there for nft nyc um we all got along and we're here I mean, we're, we're about we're about eight people, uh, eight people right now on the team. A um, couple of us are in South Florida. Scotty's in New York. One of our partners is in Zurich, uh, Switzerland, and then a couple other our guys are remote across the states. Nice. Very organic. <laughs> I would yeah. say. You know, and it's, yeah, and like it's my, been a buddy, long time coming. One of my best too. friends, like he's in South Florida, and he's like, dude, he's because we've talked about the friction in the industry just in the past. He's like. I got it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're gonna want to invest. I was like, no, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm working for them. <laughs> Go one step so further. how long has? So when did you guys launch everything? Like, so we started been building. We've been truly building like yeah. almost a year now. We came together. Yeah, yeah, and and then we first started. So so by the way, our developers, um, huge enterprise level dev shop award-winning UX UI team or whatever. Like we've been actually wireframing, building, planning this whole project since about a year ago. And we finally shipped the products back to, back in June, right before the whole market took a shit. But, you know, we've been building, 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 and we have this whole vision. And, you know, it, unfortunately in the Web3 space, the, the model has been like, you know, uh, raise money on future promises and then go build. We've been building on the front end. We raised a little bit of venture capital and then We've been building before really launching anything to the community and now we're, we're ultimately ready to bring it out there uh jigga jason by the way has a really good question um yeah. in the comments um so jason i know you're asking what happens uh with the original card so we have a vault um in tampa florida um inside our office that's in a class a office building um all of the cards go into that vault they get authenticated they get vaulted and then they get tokenized um the vault is secured it's insured, fireproof, floodproof. Um, if you want your physical card back or you sell your card and the recipient wants the physical card redeemed from the vault, 
you send us the NFT, we burn the NFT, the card, the physical version is out of the vault within 48 hours on its way to you in the mail. Yeah, that seems like the NFT is just basically so just bona fide proof of ownership, a digital redemption token, essentially. So you can yeah. trade that, you can play with that, and ultimately you can get the physical card back out of the vault if you want to. Yeah, but to truly to truly have it as a as a as a, I don't want to call it a store of value, but to truly have the value pegged to the NFT, the physical card needs to be um, out of circulation and inside the vault. And we're actually having the vault audited um, twice a year by an auditing firm that's going to do a full third party opinion as per these are the cards, these are the NFTs. There's 100% legitimacy here. Sign off on it, and then we're off to the races. Yeah, he said thanks. You're like a bank for cards. Like we're trust me, we have some we, we have some features on our roadmap to get into the financialization of these assets, but we'll leave that for a uh, for another show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure we'll make sure that happens right yeah. here when we talk about it, all right? Yeah. <laughs> well, 100%. so obviously I, I want to get into ripping packs, but we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. But can we talk about the fact that you guys are doing this ultimate team challenge? Can we jump on that? Like and I think you've got your screen. I don't know if you have that pulled up. I can get a graphic pulled up real quick. Yeah, for the ultimate team. Created. Let me pull it up here. So is this the first so let's let's start. kind of yeah. tournament that we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. This is the first sort of the, the first version of our gamification that we'll be bringing online for, for your assets. So all of the cards that you actually own in your wallet will be able to be utilized in some form or fashion of a game where you can ultimately compete against other collectors and also against sort of the roadmap itself as a user uh, to win prizes. And in this particular case, it's fa fantasy sports. Everyone likes fantasy football. Football season is upon us. Everyone's very excited about that. So why not showcase this technology in a better way than to allow users to set their lineups each week and compete against other collectors with the actual cards that they own? Um, and it's not as simple as just the player is the player. It's actually pegged to the relative value of the card. So if you have a $10,000 Justin Herbert, that's going to generate a you know a higher score than a, let's say, $100 Justin Herbert card. So uh, it encourages users to kind of build a portfolio of cards while also then competing against other collectors. And I know, uh, I know Mr. Drew Austin has been in the market for one of those uh, BGS or PSA eight eighty six Fleers. So I'd love to yeah. uh, love to get him in the tourney and get him uh, get all the knights in there competing. So is it just football? This is fantasy football, but we figured that's, that's the most liquid sought after asset in the card space, arguably aside from like the mantles and the really super, Super high end stuff. So I mean, the eighty six Fleer is, it's 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 a grail. Jiggle, I'm looking at a expensive Mahomes and Tom Brady on my shelf right now that I think we could throw into the uh, Knights of DJ yeah. lineup week one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you want the super marketing? It's put your damn cards to work. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, there you go. Damn yeah, cards to work. Like, what, hey, what Scott, are your cards was, doing for you? Sales pitch. That was the best sales pitch right there, Scott. That's it. That's <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here for one. <laughs> that, that was it. Like, you don't need to fluff or any bull, any bull crap on that one. Yeah. Exactly. I kind of like right, that, so, Matt. Let's add that to the flyer. <laughs> yeah. what, what have your cards done for you lately? <laughs> so I know on the flyer, when I when I read everything, we were talking about you know putting this together to have you guys come on and get the Knights of Degen team in there. So you 
if you're ripping packs, you can also use those cards for your team on the fantasy, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. There's three then, ways to get cards. Okay. You can either rip one of the, the, the football mystery packs, which pops out three random cards, which is one of our products, the mystery pack, which is like I mentioned, digital wax, where it initiates a chain link VRF function where actually it's provably fair. And it's not like we package these, these three packs ourselves. Like it is truly random. You could hit two rare cards in one pack and they only cost 200 bucks. And there's cards as expensive as $5,000 in there, you know, and then they're already graded. Obviously they're already on the blockchain. So they go directly to your wallet. So that's one way you could rip a pack. You could also go on OpenSea and you could just buy on the, on the resale market uh, for, from people who have them listed. And then you could also submit your cards to the vault. So Zook, you got your slabs at home. You can make a, a portal account and submit your cards completely for free and we'll tokenize them and airdrop them into your wallet so that you could use them in your lineup. They also don't want you to bother sending that Tatis one right now. All right. Zuko. No. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? These two wouldn't help us. These two bad boys will be uh, spearheading my fantasy team with Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson and Javante Williams. Dude, oh. can you do defense? Lamar Jackson is a big topic of conversation right now. I got a TJ Watt. So we're not, we're not doing defense. Awesome. I do have. I got my homies too. PSA yeah. 10, uh, PSA 10 rookie. All right, so while we're talking through this, let's let's rip some. So the yeah, strategy is back. to have as many options as possible in your in your roster, right? Yeah, yeah I don't want to tip any tip. I don't want to tip any people so, off, but there so are right, some right, Jeffersons so that are on OpenSea. Yeah, I already got the yeah. committee message. After we me. rip a pack, let's go take a look at. <laughs> The committee's literally messaging me right now. Yo, Jigga, can we put Jigga, can we put him in our lineup week one? <laughs> Just for me? There Big there bad. are some fire cards Big on, on OpenSea. <laughs> he won't well, do much for us, but no, he definitely won't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's gonna turn in any monster numbers. You, but like you don't get points for that. <laughs> so real quick, so we can rip now. I know we're gonna rip some up um off of Matt. I think you were gonna share your screen. My screen. Right? Yo, and this so, is also just to point out while you're right before you go, just because I know he's going to put this up there. Like this is one of the coolest value props of what we've got, because this is like big in the hobby right now. And you're we're yeah. doing this digitally. But go ahead again. Just wanted to sneak one line in there. Good. No, that, that was a good line. That was a good line. Just give me one Thank of these guy. when you have them. I, I want as many as possible, guy. All right. Um, so I, you mentioned, Matt, that the value of the card equals more points in the tournament. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, so the relative value points. of the card. Okay. Yep. There's the base score of the fantasy player, right? Let's say Justin Jefferson turns in his 10 catches, whatever. There's the base score. And then if you're holding the $20 Chronicle Justin Jefferson, that's going to have a certain scoring bonus associated to it relative to its value. And then, and then the higher it goes, obviously it scales up. So it's not like if you have a $10,000 Justin Herbert, I mean, I'm sorry, Justin Jefferson card, it's like a cheat code. You're going to score a hundred points and the regular guy is scoring five okay. you know it's not gonna yeah, be like and that's that what i was kind of cool okay. yeah it's not like a god pass or anything but um but at the same time it does encourage you to uh to have a higher value card in there because you know if you're doing a justin herbert and i'm doing a justin herbert and i'm turning in a 32 and you're turning a four, 24 you know that's eight points mm. you actually that might mean something in the ranking so you might want to actually figure out a way to say hmm, I'm, I'm done with this version of justin herbert i need to upgrade you know, all right, yeah. So, uh, I'll just say that's pretty dope. All right, all right, just gotta yeah. say it. Okay, so the packs itself, 
let's say I have no cards, me personally, and I yeah. want to jump in on this. What are we looking at pack-wise? Not open C. I know we can go look and get specific cards, but yeah. is there different tiers of packs? How does that work? Yeah, packs are all, packs are all one tier. Um, okay. pack, packs are all one tier. Yeah, so that we possess the technology to just do three random cards out of any drop pool, and we can customize that drop pool to any pretty much any economics that we want. Um, so for our first Genesis drop that we did, we did over 1,300 football cards and over like 400 packs, 430 packs or so. Um, and that was more of like a true experience of wax, right? It can have base cards in there that's only worth 30 bucks. It could have a monster card in there that's worth $5,000. You know, for, for the next, um, you know, drop, we could potentially do player packs, position packs, where it's just QBs or whatever. We can customize it however we want to. We possess that technology to do that, um, to kind of lend to the gamification however we choose. Who um who designed your slabs? Because no lie, like I'm on the site right now, they're they're really dope. Uh, that was VBT. That was our uh, that was our tech partner. Um, those slabs are beautiful. Yeah, those th- those are for the mar- those are the marketing slabs, and then there's the actual NFTs. Though they do look different on uh, on OpenSea. Yeah, if you want to, like, let's do a screen like share of uh, OpenSea on the collection. You can see it on your phone. And then Anthony, if you want, share. I got the packs. I got packs ready to rip right now. Uh, I don't see your screen there to be shared. I think we got to share. Uh, share I'm sharing it. It's now. only oh, gems wow. collectibles. There you go. There so right now is. we have about 4,200 slabs on the blockchain in the vaults and they're all on open seas that you can see. And then you can filter by like These sport, pretty, you can yeah. filter by what the grading company was. Yeah. And they spin in 3d. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, obviously that a Pokemon good. card. So you so, actually have these cards, all of these cards. Yeah. All that exact cards card sitting is sitting in our in the, yeah. Like there's no card on like that we're ripping tonight that, you couldn't go into the vault and be like, if, if we, for instance, every, every pack that we're about to rip, if you guys wanted all the physical cards tomorrow, in theory, you send us in the NFTs, we burn them. Like I said, your cards are out of the vault within 48 hours. That's sick. That's sick. Fully okay. insured, yeah. Fully yeah. insured yeah. on their way to you. Well, and think about it. So everyone, you know, people are in it for different reasons, right? Some That's are sick. That's sick. Some are, I always put it this way too. Like this is especially for the, um, for the older crowd, but like, oh, you know, what if, I'm like, yo, if you want your, uh, your Tatis, since he's the man of the minute shrine, then, then we send it to you, you know, like you, you bought that and then we send it to you. Like it's, it's, this is not complicated here. Yeah. So, no. But yeah. a lot of people are transacting and this is just, so it, it's got to be one click easier. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Period. All right, let's rip gotta the first, let's, let's rip the first football pack. So uh, first gonna... Knights of DJ and yeah. King's purse pack. Oh, yeah, this is a fancy lineup. Yeah. yeah. So for these, you hold MetaMask triggers. You enter your seed phrase, all your stuff gets yeah, in the I'll, I'll, put my seed into the, uh, I'll put my seed phrase into the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Zook, your eyes went right to the chat, bro. <laughs> you said, huh? Okay, here, comes, happens, here it comes. Here's the animation. Cards pop oh, out of the I like that. Let's see what right, we got. So we got the first card here. All right, Knights, what we got? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Brady. Brady. We got a Brady. Brady. Let's go. 
You got you got Chris Carson. Oh, tens. Nine, nine, ten, nine, five, ten, ten. Chris Jeez. Carson just retired. So that's yeah, no Chris good, Carson but, retired. But a Brady nine five and a JT ten. Those are those are solid. Those are solid. That's We're talking about starting, uh, football. That's a starting. Yeah. It's your starting running back and a and a QB if you're a Brady guy. Yep. So just saying this out loud, and I have no authority to do this, but I just want to talk through the process of like this site now using you know that we have three tangible examples because Chris Carson is out. We could technically, as the Knights, do a giveaway where we would, like, burn the NFT. You could send us that Chris Carson card because it can't be used in fantasy. And we would actually get that physical card to that, give that, away. That, 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 Absolutely. Right. That's cool. Right. Yeah, but why not, give it away? Yeah, why not give away the NFT? Yeah. Fair. 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 That's yeah, exactly. what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> but you could. In theory, yes. Okay. Yeah. Just well, so people I, understand I the process. The like you, you, yeah, you. That's you own that asset, right? And then right after, and then literally the cards go right into your wallet. There they are, bam, bam, bam. And also keep in mind, I mean, these mystery packs. This was this is part of the core of the business beyond just the fantasy football. So it's not yeah. like this was made just for fantasy football. Yeah, like course. we're not yeah. dumb. We know Carson. We can just use it money. however we want to. These so there's real cards out there. You own. I just All looked up. I just looked up the prices. The JT and the Brady are both about fifty bucks each. So not bad. Not bad. All right, let's see what we let's got. Look in pack at number two. Yeah, I hate the football market. With I've always been so frustrated with the football card market. Just being a Steelers fan and all my good players being on defense. But yeah, that's a rant for another, for another day. I mean, Najee's fire though. He's gonna have a great season. Yeah, but even yeah, but still, like if he was a quarterback, he'd be like five X. You know? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so like the sport's so weird. While we're opening this one up. Asking for the Knights of Dijon team, right? So we, we pulled that Brady. Obviously, we'd want to throw that in there as the QB. Yeah, um, yeah. Right? But let's JT, solid running back. Uh, hold on. All right. I'm going to stop because I'm excited to see these. What do we get? Russell Wilson. Russell. We got a Russell. Jerry Rice. <laughs> oh, Jerry's going to give us Jefferson. mad points, bro. Justin Jefferson. Those are Justin Jefferson. The big guy. Yeah. That's a good one right there. Jerry's not scoring any more touchdowns, but that's a sick card. Yeah, having an 88 Jerry Rice, and what is that, a nine or – yeah, it's a mint nine for Jerry Rice. Yeah. The Russell looks like a uh, it's a silver, but it's a five. So it's just going to be useful in the lineup probably for an option for a QB. PSA so, nine Jefferson. I've never even so seen going, a five before. So going back so to the question, like right? Go back to the question with <laughs> the Tom pop Brady one, situation. Probably, dude, pop one. <laughs> so the Tom Brady question, right? So yeah. let's say we have that now. But Zook, where's that Patrick Mahomes card? Here. How would we determine if that Patrick Mahomes card right now is going to be better for us just by looking at the value of it? Yeah, I think what uh, we would I do mean, is we would see what you, that they're trading at because that's the multiplier, basically. We're saying basically Mahomes and Brady probably for a week are even which, in fantasy, so I think it comes down to the multiplier. Right. Show yeah, them how you plug in the data. What's the name of that card? The 2017 Panini Dunruss Optic, the Rookies Blue. So Blue Optic, Jesus. Mahomes, 2017. Penny blue optic. Just do optic. Just do optic. Oh yeah. Mahomes. So we have a data partnership with uh with this company called Card Hedge. Mm -hmm. Um where they track eBay sales, PWCC sales, um, and uh and golden auction sales. So that's 
good chunk of the of the market action, right? And uh, and so we have APIs that are pumping all this sales data into our platform, so that ultimately we can give a real time view as to what these cards are worth. So even within our Discord, you take the token ID from the NFT, you queue the bot with the token ID, and it'll and it'll pump out a link with a with a temporary data site about exact that exactly that exact card. So seventeen autograph. Yeah, this is pulling. This is pulling the auto. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty um, not like a, a common card that that yeah, the yeah, it's not parallel common. from two thousand seventeen. There's only one forty. This is one forty three out of one forty nine. Okay. Um, yeah, which I love, and like we're I'll not gonna plug right obviously other sites, but there is many. Like if you wanted to find the value of a card, and we were trying right, to find right. the lineup. Yeah, and that's what I was asking, right? Figuring out lineup wise yeah. and everything. All right, yeah. let's rip another one of these bad boys. Come on let's now. See. You guys need another nine? You guys need another running back. Let's go. I'm gonna take all our ugly mugs off for this one. Let's go. Let's yeah. go with that full screen right there. Yeah, I want a Najee Harris. Of course, you I got a, I yeah. a fire. I have a fire. Uh, I have a fire Najee in my wallet that I minted myself. Yo, if we don't get a tight end, I'm gonna send in this fryer move. That's not a, that, that. That might be a pretty good pick. Here we go. Come on. There's some, bangers, go. some bangers. There's some bangers left in here. I'm feeling a Darnell Mooney. <laughs> a PSA 10 Darnell Mooney. Tyler. 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 Is that, the, is that the, wait? Oh, this and is Herbert. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. We just we're killing on the QB side. You got QB. <laughs> you guys, you got, got QB got for days. Got lots yeah, yeah, of Jacob, we're gonna be in the market for some trades. I feel. Yeah. 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 The, and yeah. Market, we're gonna. Yeah. We're. I think we're gonna want to go on open seat. You know, maybe look at some running backs and receivers. See if there's anything cheap. I think there are some good ones on there. But yeah, uh, I mean, when we were looking at uh. I mean, I was eyeballing this guy earlier today. This is a fire. I don't know who uh, Joshua filter, filter would know in the chat. Um, I'm guessing football. this this pertains oh, to you guys, but uh, Joshua Renault said more details uh, to Gempass. Oh. Yeah. 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 So basically, Jason. the the Gem Pass is uh, is sort of like the VIP perk pass of our platform, right? Um, it unlocks like certain discounts, uh, priority access for our drops with the packs um, and other like content. Um, and then it'll also unlock like additional pools of competition and prize pools for our gamification as well. So if you own one of the gem passes, you'll actually, you know, be able to compete against just other gem pass holders um, oh, in the challenge to win and additional that, and challenges. the gem pass is out now? Yes. No, the gem, the pre-mint the, the, the pre right now is live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Pre right. If you don't mind me asking, so people know, I mean, is it was it just whitelist for the pre-mint, and it's then what's going to be the public? It's it's whitelist for the pre-mint. The uh, the public sale is going to be in September. Okay. We have a price point on the the public sale yet? Yeah, it's going to the public sale. The sapphire is point uh, one five, and then the diamond is point eight. The ruby. Yeah, there's four tiers. Yeah, there's there's okay. four different tiers. Right. We could have a we could we could have a whole show on the gem pass. It's a uh, yeah, we're giving away uh, quite a few of uh, sapphires to the to the DJN community. Um, yeah, and if you want to pull up the artwork real them. quick, they're sick. This, by the way, speaking of tight ends, this is a good one that's actually in the Ooh. in the mystery pack drop. 
10 kills. Yeah, I'm looking through all the cards right now on my screen. <laughs> yeah, I Zoo's see a nuts right now. I know, he, of course. Yeah, filter <laughs> by buying now, though, because those might be in the mystery packs. That is in the mystery pack. Uh, this Najee's my – actually, both Najee's are mine that I tokenized. This one I actually gave away to somebody um, as what a promo f- card. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he's so this handsome and beautiful. <laughs> and with big trunk trot – Trunk tree this thighs. Is, uh, yeah, he's a man. Both. He's such a handsome man. Yeah, yeah these, these both were uh, these both were good picks. Oh, look at that ball security. Oh, he fumbled <laughs> in practice the other day, though, so I'm not happy with him right now. Well, we definitely hit on a bunch of QBs, so we've got that covered. Yeah. We got it one looks more. Like, we got yeah, one more. We definitely have options at the QB department. And Jerry Rice. <laughs> yeah, yo, Jerry's yeah. gonna give us mad points, bro. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Got, yeah, we, when we, we do this one throwback, more pack, I'm hoping, it's, uh, hoping there's a tight end in here. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to not as simple as which QB you're speculating is going to have the best season because this yeah. is a new way to play. It's card. Yeah. I mean, the good thing the, right. the, the good thing is, is you guys have a story of QBs. You can swap out QBs on a, on a weekly basis. Yeah, you're fine. not locked into one QB for the whole yeah. season. Like having options is going to be the best strategy week in, week out. So the more cards you have, the more options you have each week. So what is the PSA 10 Zach Ertz in this in this mystery? That would be draft. that would be money. Again, Ertz, again, Ertz. Let's see. So uh, what are the, what are we feeling in the, in our rosters, guys? Is it normal, you know, one QB running back? How is it structured for the uh, ultimate challenge? It's one QB, two running backs, two uh, receivers, and one flex, which can be a receiver, running back, or tight end. Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson, Jefferson, Joe Burrow. You guys got every option. Every quarterback. Yo, a 10 Burrow. A 10 Burrow. That's like like a $400. But also, for example, with Jefferson, so so which Jefferson's better? Uh, Uh, I can tell you real quick. This is like a good little. Go to the card hedge. Yeah, go to the card hedge site. We'll we'll look them up because those will definitely have uh, data behind them. What do we have? We have a twenty. We have a twenty twenty Panini Prism and a twenty twenty. You got to select and an emergent, emergent Panini Prism. And that's a Matt, nine point five, and the PSA is a nine. PSA is a nine. Matt, um, I mean, I yeah. know ninety five percent of the rules, but can I run two Jeffersons out there as my wide receiver? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. It's just you're also ri- risking. You know sure. that, uh, you know, right, that right. but I could double down and, one week and be like, "Yo, he's about yeah." To rip Yo, we're gonna do Kurt. Yo, Cousins. Scott, that's a good question, bro. I didn't even too. think of that. Nice, yeah, nice. We're gonna be so to not being able to Justin Jeffersons. Yeah, you could and flex. Just we can we put quarterback in flex or no? No, 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 not quarterback. Just receiver, running back. We've got more than a freaking enough. All right. So the Jefferson, the Jefferson right now is twenty-one bucks. In the select, what was the other one? Immersion Prism. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because theoretically, type in I mean, Prism, and then you'll see the the um, parallel underneath it. Yeah, if you're, you know, I I know how this community works. Like, someone's gonna double down one week and be like, "Screw it!" Like, I got multiple yeah. of the same dude. They're worth a similar value. I'm playing two Jeffersons or whatever you got. Yeah, especially with the Knights, right? 30, they, 34. Know. The emergent is uh the emergence better from a pricing perspective. Okay. Yep. Okay. I would have yeah, guessed you that. Know, yeah. with the Knights. That's my point is like, yeah, you're gonna 
you're going to risk it, right? If you're like, yo, if you're, especially if you're putting money on that one guy that week. Yeah. If you're putting your money hey, you on that guy, you're confident. Jordan, though. You're going to have to answer no. to Drew on why you lost. Bro. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's like, Listen, it's like, bro, I, we, I went all in on Jefferson. I don't know. Bro, the minute we, we everything got put together and everything got us to get you know the, into the tournament, he that was the only thing you heard. He was like, "Now nah, let's go win this thing." So yeah. we we are we are ready to hit open C. What do we we need to we need a running back? Bro. Yeah, we need Najee Harris. Wait, we've got you know that the guy that owns both Najees is in the chat. Yes, that's mine. Brian Brian Bilders right there. Brian, how you doing? Brian, let's talk. <laughs> He's got no worries. He's how it works. We, uh, let's get a trade going. We should trade. Yeah, we Jefferson. got bad quarterbacks. I'll give Jefferson you Kyler. Right. Yeah. Brian, Brian, I'll give you two options. One in the chat. If you want to jump on this panel real quick and negotiate a little bit, I'm excited, bro. But get ready. I'm going to put my JD uh, cap on, all right? I'm telling you. If not, <laughs> let's just do it in the chat. But if you are interested in popping on, I'm going to put the link in there. Hop in here. Um, Zook, I'll step off. If he does want to make a deal, I'm going to let you negotiate for your for your Najee here since yeah. you know, those thick thighs of his that you're in love with. What he else? Has tree trunk. He has nice, thick tree trunks. What, what I love about no, he said trunk trees. Didn't you say trunk trees? <laughs> I'm just my pen and ripping virtual yeah, hats, brother. So, they're now trunk trees. Oh, all right, Brian. Uh, we need an answer here, man. What, what's it going to take? You saw we have a plethora of QBs, right? QB what, what can we over here. On the table yep. here, man. Well, wait, and let me just jump in for a second as, as Brian's agent. Like, Brian. They've got multiple QBs. Like for you, I'm getting, I'm getting more value, right? Like so, you, if I'm you, I'm like trying to trade three to one here based on value. I'm like, yo, you got a lot of QBs. Like, whatever. Let's say you got three QB cards that are worth thirty each, and it's ninety, and my cards worth thirty. Like that's what it's gonna take because I know what you need. You know, he says he's like, keeping. He says he's keeping the Najis. Wait, 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 Scotty, I thought Tell you were what? here to help me tonight, man. Well, that <laughs> is helping this? you. Who is this? All right, I'll, I'll represent I'll represent Porto then because I'd say no to that deal. You guys got the quarterbacks. We'll the quarterbacks are where the money is. You can go shopping Running backs don't bring the value. Naj, I mean, you can right go right and buy that Najee and submit it to the vault. This is 10 bucks. Yeah. Or you can buy this this Najee for 10 bucks. Just get it. We got Grab it. Let's do it. We're buying oh, it. Actually, you know what's a fire card uh, running back wise, which I mean, I think he's actually going to get vultured, but it's um. What I love Melvin, is that the the committee hasn't Melvin. showed up yet and we're just going to make decisions. Oh, yeah. How you doing? I mean, there's they, a uh, for $10 we can buy on the spot. Yeah, you got to. Otherwise, Brian's just going to buy it and, uh, and, and trade it back to you for more. And I can use like a college Najee card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's library. the current team of okay. uh, of the player. Yeah, someone asked that actually. Sir Coda asked that in the in the in the sports card channel. He was asking because he's got a draft picks Brady card in his wallet. Um, he's got the Michigan Uni on, so he was asking. Oh wow! You know, does that still count for the Bucks? And it does. That's a good yeah, question. Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Sir Coda yeah. actually was a part of our committee that's built just around this tournament. So we've got a, a whole team that's their focus is making sure we're grabbing the right pieces, setting up the lineup every week. Uh, there there he, is. he is. That's right, Coda. Put that dollar. Let's, go. Let's do it. 
All right, so Zook, I'm gonna have to sign into the wallet over here. Well, yo, I don't even know what currency that is. It's USDC. Oh, on USDC Polygon. on yeah, Polygon. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Again, a few hits I'm in. It's all good. All done. You can say <laughs> anything at this point. It's ten thirty. <laughs> in. Mets lost. I saw. I'm yo, uh, yo, uh, the how they lost. Pete, Pete missed a sign in the ninth inning and swung. <sighs> I know. Again, this is where I come in with therapy. Look at the overall record. You can't swing on that. It's not football. Yeah, but not you know. You got it's a long ass season. Everybody's we're only three and a half up. Yeah, I understand. They also screwed us because we have a game to, today's game should have been during the day because we have we have a game tomorrow and a doubleheader Saturday. The boys, there's depth. They'll get their rest. They're not going out like they used to. I'm going out tonight, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, this, Wait, is, this the is actually in the division. This is actually a good card that's available. The Melvin Gordon ten. This is out of eleven. This is like a. Uh, this Ooh. is out of the front of the line box that I ripped. He's starting and for Bolton token. Broncos. He's, start, he's starting for Denver. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm gonna have to re-catch up to uh, brush up on all my fantasy knowledge. He's got. He's got Javante Williams. Yeah, what's Javante Williams stand? Yeah. Yo, you got Brian in the chat. So you got a Brady and a Pat's uni. He still counts for the Bucks now. Brian, what do you think about yeah, that Brady we have? He's very much still throwing uh, touchdowns for the Bucks, not for the Patriots. So that's that's going to count for the for the Bucks. That's not a bad. That's not a bad point. Like, you, should you have to start a Brady in a Bucks uniform? No. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, with the quick no. Or is there a multiplier for current jersey? <laughs> the best. The best. That's always a possibility. I mean, we could pull different levers in the game mechanics yeah. to add different scoring boosts. That's the cool thing about what we have built is that, you know, like just like in uh, in FIFA Ultimate Team, like there are certain cards you can use in certain competitions. So we can do, you know, a customized tournament around cards that only are applicable to cards where they rock the uniforms that they're wearing or whatever. So, um, so that's with, what's with cool the about tournaments, this. Matt, with the tournaments, do you guys obviously because you're all kinds of cards. I mean, when you and I talked, I saw Pokemon pop on the screen, right? So, <laughs> like, you guys really could do all kinds of different tournaments, no matter what the sport, with the way you're yeah. doing it right now. Yeah. And you have me thinking yeah, about that's, that's throwback tournaments with the Jerry Rice. You know, yeah. Like, we can yeah. create – Well, next step problems. is simulated sports. You know how, like, you know, yeah. the VBA and the ballers yeah. and all those projects are doing simulation sports, and that's becoming a trend right now. You know, we have very much that same capabilities where you can build a historical lineup of some of the best players from history and then go compete against another collector's roster. And so I'm gonna just, come in. If I just I'm gonna throw this out there. Hold on, Zook. I'm gonna throw this out there. All right. I, I know I may not have the chops that Scotty has. All right. We know how Scotty rolls when it comes to MLB, but uh, we do a, a fantasy simulation league of old school guys. I need to be on that show with you guys. I need to be calling that. Simulation league. All right. Yep. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. We Would can make that happen. Wait. It's all the we can. We definitely can. What if, if you yeah, put the yeah, simulation another, league? Yeah. I want to broadcast it and I want to call. Oh, you want to broadcast it? I want the entire simulation league and keep track of everybody. The Knights will have a team in that as well. No question. I broadcast. What if you picked a random with- year and week one time and was like on a wheel and was like 1983 week 15 
and then you had to put yeah. together based on like the stats you had like that week. Well, it's, look at like the it's box really score funny and stuff. because you know, like the these other simulation projects out there, they're based off of um, fictional characters, right? Yeah. Like we have yeah. an interesting type of IP, right, which is based off of the physical asset. So you have real historical statistics. You know, Michael Jordan's best year may not have been his rookie year. You know, mm -hmm. but the best. Michael Jordan card is going to be his rookie card probably yeah. with uh, obvious exceptions. So we have like this whole interesting dynamic of linking and matching the data historically speaking across certain players mm -hmm. and matching it with their relative cards. So there's some secret sauce going on. I don't want to drop too much, but um, once we do have this simulation environment live, you'll be able to play with your cards, earn money 24 seven, you know, kind of like with the fantasy challenge, but instead of, you know, all the time. So uh, one of my, my my greatest friend, my best friend, uh, does a lot of stuff with shows with me. Kung Fu D in the chat tells me to text to check my text, and uh, he just opened a pack of actual cards <laughs> at home. So uh, he would like to let us know that we have a CD Lamb available for the kingdom. He also has a Prism Joe Burrow. That's I'm money. You, we we need to build the best roster. When does the tournament? actually launch like when are we kicking that off when week should one. people be week one yeah as long as like I, for right now the uh the set your team module is not live we're still in beta just testing everything out getting ready for the season uh but if i you know if you want to participate just worry about getting cards in your wallet on chain you know if you right. and, and, home, and that's what and that's what them. i meant like is there do they have to register for this tournament nope. to enter their team it's just how are they setting up? We'll have, how a, we setting up we'll our have a landing page uh, up soon, soon where they can send their email and get updates constantly okay. um, to be in the know. But just know that, you know, start accumulating your football cards in your wallet because by week one, there'll be a deadline, a snapshot date where you need to have your lineup set. It's not like an actual action where you lock your lineup. It's a snapshot like other uh, typical Web3 type projects. So, awesome. uh, you know, you'll, there'll be a place where you actually like select the card that you want to put in your lineup, but then when the, the, the snapshot date comes along, then that's when everything needs to be finalized by. So load up. Load up. Yep, and also guys, send me, uh, send, me the East, send me the ETH address um, to transfer these cards over to. Yeah, um, I'll do that. And, and yeah. uh, I'll, I'll fire you over your quarterback, uh, your, your, your quarterback brigade. Your stats, yeah. yeah. And, and Porto, by the way, just to wrap up your, your sim talk, I've actually broadcasted like hundreds of, of sim games. Uh, again, yeah. another, another episode, but. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you should see what we got going. Yo, do you like, do you want to call virtual hockey with me? <laughs> <laughs> we have a team that's going every, well, I can't say it on air, but okay. Behind the scenes. <laughs> we'll talk more. Another that project. Comment. I've never yeah. been asked that before. I've been asked a lot of weird shit. I've never been asked that before, <laughs> but, but text me. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I, I promise you tomorrow uh, you will see footage released from KOD on what we're about to pull off on OpenSea. I'm about to get with the committee. We're going to go and do a little scouting and start stocking up. I'm excited. I mean, I, I think this is a no-brainer, what you guys are doing, the product you're pushing out there, and – the Knights of Dijon tying into it, expect us to just be really going hard for that Jordan yeah. card. Like, there's no question about it, man. And I appreciate you guys literally taking time to hang out with us, let the community understand what you've got going on. And uh, we got a plan to have you guys back on so we can kind of maybe Definitely. do like a, a mid season, see how we're doing, how we're stacking up against others. Um, and you know, on Tuesday nights, I plan on this Tuesday on what this. 
we're going to rip another pack. So I'm going to line it up. We're going to do it live on stream. I still feel like we need to go find ourselves some real running backs. So that's definitely gonna be we're going to be having spaces. We're going to be having spaces during the season uh, yep. weekly, recapping the leaderboard and recapping the action from the week before. Um, so love to have you guys on as well as some of the other nights um, on it. those uh, on those spaces. So we can actually see who's yep. uh, who's really winning and who's uh, where the leaderboard's at. Yeah, appreciate awesome. you guys. Like this was awesome for me, and also a lot of fun. I don't think I mentioned this, but first, my first ever NFT. Uh, was I got laser eyes. Oh, let's I go. A, I got a D-Gen, baby. It's let's on go. my Twitter handle, and, and especially it's hilarious. Yeah. Some of like the older baseball people I work with, sometimes they're like, oh, your profile picture? I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, what is that? And it's great. I'm the I'm the best ad. And it's genuine. No, just a night to D-Gen ain't paying me shit. Nobody knew I got right. it. Just, from Anthony and Matt talking to them, I'm like, all right. You know, as we're talking through only gems, and I—I I mean, I—I I was deep into crypto, and then I'm like, now I'm ready for NFTs. This is months ago, um, along whatever. It, it was a while ago at this point. Um, not right when that's you funny because early stage, and I was like, all right, help me pick my first one. You know, like you—you you remember your first, right? So yeah, yeah I'm in. It's funny because my first that. NFT Scott ever was my was my night. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, it's me with a helmet on. Like, it was no brainer. <laughs> I needed that, dude. Um, for those of you in the chat, I appreciate everybody hanging out, getting the updates on what's going on with this project and how we're going to tear up this tournament and <clears throat> win this tournament. Uh, also, throughout the season, guys, while we're doing our Dejan Huddle, our uh, KOD University, we will be giving updates as well as what they got going on with Twitter spaces to make sure we are doing this the right way with our committee and doing everything Definitely. to win that Jordan card. Uh, guys, appreciate you. I guess uh, I'll hit everybody with the DJ Huddle teaser. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning into the night shift. Guys, really appreciate you. Yeah, Look forward to working appreciate together. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Love you. Later, guys. Thank you. Wait.